2: And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. You, you feel this this
3: nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone
2: call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Phone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet After Dark podcast, I think is what it's called. We'll figure it out. I'll I'll figure it out and get back to you. Today is, um, well, by the time you're listening to this, the game should have just ended. Maybe you're going to bed, you'll listen to it tomorrow. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Point is, you know stuff that I don't. And so hopefully, you know good things. And do not know a single thing about uh, any injuries or anything of the sort. Um, Why don't we just go ahead and get started? If you're new here, what I do is I take phone calls and then I respond to phone calls. Sometimes it's Packer related, that's kind of the point of the show, but it's also the point is to let you decide what we're gonna talk about and so things get a little weird sometimes. Let's uh, change our settings here so you can hear the call. And just to be clear, yesterday I did a summary of a call. I'm probably gonna start doing that a little bit more often. I did the math, JJ. This is like 12 minutes of phone call. <laughs> so there might be a little summarizing there. And I see uh, Justin's called four times. So we'll 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 see. We'll see how it goes. See how on task and interesting the phone calls are. But uh, let's start off with uh, whatever this is. Oh, hello. It's Homestyle Hey. I have decided to do some good in the world. Nice. I'm going to watch my city council. Okay. You got to come up with a
4: pretty good campaign slogan. Got a widow with a Republican vote, you know? Yeah, I get you. What do you think, Jack?
2: What do I think your slogan should be? You're going to run for city council. You want to know what your slogan should be. Um, I mean, Homestyle Runner, or Auto, or whatever you call yourself. I still haven't figured that out. Homestyle Runner is sprinting to fix this economy. I don't know, man. I I, I need more time to think about it. I, I don't, off the top of my head, man, I, uh, I got nothing. But I do wish you the best of luck with your uh, bid for city council. Please keep us posted. I think you're kind of running out of time here. Um, you may be out of time, but there's always next time. There's a lot of times, you know. Actually, it's probably the best time to get started is right about now, you know, for, for next time. If anybody else has any thoughts, slogan for Homestyle Auto Runner um, running for city council. Caller 5, you're on the line. Hello, this is
5: caller number five once again. What's up? Here to ask you a question, Ryan. <laughs> okay. It should be fairly simple, but the answer could sway how I feel. It will either make me very sad or very happy. Here's the question. What do you think, if anything, separates Romeo Dobbs from the rest of the camp heroes we've seen in the past? Reggie Bagleton, Jake Kumoro, etc. I just want to believe in the kid, and I love him, and I want him to succeed. But I have been scarred by the Piazza, as is the way of a Packers fan, I suppose. It's
2: ironic a bit.
5: Anyway, that's all I have.
2: Thank you. Um, First of all, the biggest frustration I have when I try to do accents is that I they get sucked into other accents, especially when it's like Scottish, Irish, English, Australian. They all kind of sound alike, so it'll... All of a sudden, I'll I'll keep getting sucked into one of them. For some reason, I've tried a couple times to respond in like a just a pretty generic Russian accent, and I keep getting sucked into French. I don't know why that keeps happening, but it just they're they're just similar sounds. And all of a sudden, I'm doing a French accent, and it's like, what? The, how did I get here again? I think it's when you say like sing instead of thing, so you start talking in Russian, and you're saying biggest sing, and then it's all of a sudden biggest sing in robio is a. Uh, you know what I mean? You just, you just, it just is like a, it's like a teleport. I don't know. I can't, I can't control it and keep them segmented like that. Anyways, I don't know why I can't. It's not a hard accident to do it, and I'm just, I'm just stuck, stuck on stupid. Anyways, I don't think Reggie Bagleton and um, the rest of those guys had nearly as good a camps as Romeo Dobbs, to be completely honest. I think a lot of it had, I mean, okay, Kumaro kind of did. Reggie Bagleton did not. Reggie Bagleton was just a fan favorite. It was just one of those things where somebody comes in and all the fans just decide collectively he's going to be great. And nobody can explain why. It's just, oh, he's going to be great. Probably, I mean, he was super good in like the Canadian Football League, which apparently means something. I don't know why that means anything. It doesn't. But it's like he's super tall, and he was like the greatest Canadian football or like second best, actually, I think, at the time. It, it, does, it, it was always stupid, bottom line. And he came in, and he never really was all that impressive. Kumaro, I think, was a little bit more impressive, but I don't know that it was to this extent, to where he's literally the best wide receiver in camp. Now, granted, Devontae's not here anymore, so that, you know, that maybe further complicates things. Um, But I I do think, and and I wish I had taken as studious a note in the past as I am right now so I could refer back to it and give you a more definitive answer, but I don't really recall anybody that has had a a camp quite like this. The only time I remember anything similar to this was when I kept hearing about when we got Zadarius and Rashawn, how David Bakhtiari could not block them. He just could not. And we see the results of that, right? David Bakhtiari, Zadarius and Rashawn went on to have good... I mean, Zadarius had a great year that year. Rashawn has gone on to have quite a good career and continues to. So, I mean, we will have to see, I guess. And again, I would hope that it continues. But I, I think in the past it's been more of two things. One is is hype, and a lot of times it's hype for like smaller named guys. And two, I don't I don't think it's been every day like it has for Dobbs. I think it's you know you hear about you know he was the best in camp on training camp day three, and it's like oh wow that's crazy. Kumaro was the best wide receiver or best player in all. That's crazy, man. And then you hear he had another good day, and then you hear a few days later he had another good day, and it's. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, this is like the third time I've heard about him having good days. The one time they even said he had the best day or whatever. Dobbs has had a good day every day, and he's been one of the top players in camp like 50% of the days. (laughs) So, And that's that's on a team where the offense can't do anything, and the defense is dominating everything. Beyond that, I've never heard uh, Aaron Rodgers talk about a wide receiver the way he's talked about Romeo Dobbs. In fact, he's specifically... Called that out, saying, "You know, we've very rarely seen anybody like him. And of the ones that you can point to that are like him, they're all like top ten in Green Bay Packers receiving history. Again, that doesn't mean automatically that everything's going to be great, but I do think it's been different. Anyways, I gotta, I gotta work on that. It's one of those things with the, with the accents where, like, I, I, I had a, I had it down when I was watching Stranger Things and they were all in Russia. When, when, when my mind is bathed in it, I can do it." But off the top of my head, for some reason, it just keeps turning into French, and I don't know why. So I'll I'll work on that. Anyways, Justin's first call of the day. What's up, man? Hey guys, Justin. Hey. Um, yeah, I don't know
4: what's going on. I mean, I thought she was just going to call and complain a little bit, but apparently she is bored, I guess. I don't know.
1: We're I mean, all I bored. i
4: explain it to her that it's a Packer and that, you know, four Packer fans. Right. even though I'm kind of drifting over here, hanging out, mm-hmm. and it's been fun. So I will uh, try to clear that up, but <laughs> um, no guarantees.
2: Yeah, I don't expect much. Um, on and out,
4: um, on side much. note, that's uh, kind of what I like about After Dark. It's like for a casual football fan such as myself, yeah, who's kind of a drifter and doesn't really have a, a real team, you know, a for sure team to root for necessarily um it's just enough football, and Packers are an interesting team. I don't have any like hatred for the Packers so.
2: as he's saying this, I'm realizing this should be a much broader show. you know what i mean like this 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 is this could very well be like an NFL show if we got people to call in. We need Buffalo Bills fans calling in you know i'll I'll talk about Josh Allen, I don't care, do whatever we gotta do here. I like that but we just got to get other people to care and realize this is, this is the every man show or complaining 10 year old girl show, whatever. Oh,
4: it's just enough after dark is. So that's actually um, why I really enjoy it. And um, I have caught some of your like legit, like specific talking about football, a couple of those podcasts, I've caught a couple of JJ's. So, you know, a little here, a little there. So um, keep up the good work and, I'll see what I can do on my end, but don't hold your breath. Thanks. Bye.
2: All right, man. Sounds good. Um, I don't recognize the number, but as I'm reading it, it says, Hello, this is Thomas Austin. So fingers crossed that this is actually Thomas Austin with a new phone number and not somebody pretending to be him because I'm getting worried, man. I'm getting worried. Let's see what happens here.
5: Hello, this is Thomas
2: Austin. There he is. Um, here he I is. I don't
5: know what's going on with my phone, but whenever I try and call in, it just comes back to me and says, long live strong bad.
2: Oh,
3: yeah.
5: I don't know what the hell that is, but it's <laughs> scaring me. Uh, so here's a couple questions that I missed the past couple of days. So okay. we're just going to do a quick little little spitfire.
2: I don't think that's If you could bolster
5: up one side yeah. currently, offense or defense, which one would you do?
2: Question? If I could bolster up one side Offense or defense, what would I do would be offense. And I don't know what, what exact, like how specific can I be here? I But I, I guess either way it's offense. If I could be a little bit more specific, I would like the offensive line to kind of, you know, bolster itself. So I hope that's good enough.
5: Number two, if you could steal any wide receiver off of another team, which one would it be? Question.
2: Um, my mind immediately goes to Justin Jefferson. Um, just because I'm lazy and my, I just always go to him. Um, I mean, Devante is kind of also pretty low hanging fruit, but that would just kind of seem weird. You know, I mean, it's weird either way because we're stealing somebody. So they might be a little upset about it. Um, kind of feel, but yeah, I'll say Devante because the listeners will probably get mad at me if I pick somebody else and Devonte is an available option. So we'll just go with Devante.
5: Number three. How are you doing? in life good? <laughs> cool
2: great Thanks.
5: question number
2: four i'm good if Thank you, you could
5: bring back any legendary packer from the past to just pop them right into the team today who would it be
2: Ooh, <sighs> who would it be who would it be i'm trying to think now i want to i want to add in like an adjustment for the era. Because I know if I pick somebody from like the 60s, I'm going to be like, he couldn't play today. (laughs) Let me have fun with it, all right? Honestly, I think Don Hudson would be awesome. I mean, I want to go offensive line, but Don Hudson is... I don't know that there's really been somebody like Don Hudson. Just in terms of so much better than everybody else in the league at the position. You know, I mean, you got to go to like... Jerry Rice's and I don't I don't even know, but absolutely the greatest of the greatest. Don Hudson would be tempting. Plus, it would just be sweet to have Don Hudson on the team. Could you imagine like bringing Don Hudson into this era and then going through like the time era adjustment? And you just got Don Hudson just tearing it up. Like, dude, I just saw Don Hudson get a sixty-yard touchdown. What what a, what what an awesome life we're living right now. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, Forrest Gregg would be a good option. The only issue is we're going to get our tackles back eventually, and I don't want to, although we could bring Forrest Gregg back at right tackle, and when Elton comes back, we put him in at guard somewhere. He could be our right guard, and we're fixing two positions at once. I don't hate that. Um, Willie Wood would be tempting. I mean, I I hate to do that to Savage, but it'd be pretty dope to have Amos and Willie Wood, you know what I mean? That'd be pretty awesome. Um, Reggie White. I mean... Rashawn Preston and Reggie freaking White. <laughs> anybody anybody gonna object? Uh, Jerry Kramer just slot him in at guard. Sorry, Royce could bring back Sterling. Be dope. Have to put Charles Woodson in the conversation. Same complications as far as you know. Where do you put him and every where do you how do you fit everybody on the team? But still, you know, still would be pretty fantastic. So a lot of really good answers. I'm kind of curious what other people I mean the responsible thing would be offensive line, maybe just grab Forrest Gregg, but man, there's some really fun options in there. I think you have to pick a position where you're not kicking somebody off, like Reggie would still be fine because it's just a part of the rotation, but um, man, I would love to see Reggie White today. yeah, I don't know there you go what's up
5: question number five which fans are the worst?
2: I'm just gonna say Eagles fans um. You know, there's 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 annoying things about each fan base, and there's things that you can kind of pick on that are kind of just funny. And like, you guys are stupid because da 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 da. And every year, the Vikings fans think they're going to do something, and every year they don't. And they never learn. And Bears fans, this, and Packers fans, this, and da 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 da. Those guys are just jerks. You know what I mean? I mean, not jerk like oh, that's not very nice. I mean, like you're just bad human beings. You know, and um. I don't know that you guys should have a football team. So, there you go. Patriots, Bears, Vikings. Cav- oh, you're giving me options? Cowboys,
5: Steelers. You can rank those if you want to. No. Uh
2: question. I have to pick between those. Patriots, Bears, Vikings, Cowboys, Steelers? Um which fans are the worst? I don't know a lot about a lot. I guess I kind of do. I don't, know anything. I don't have any reason to dislike Steelers fans. I'm sure there's plenty of reasons. I don't know anything about them. So they're the best of the group, I guess. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, Patriots fans I just see as kind of fair weather, but we got to see what happens when their team starts sucking. Like, do they just disappear? Do they hang in there and stand strong? I don't know. Um, Which ones are the worst? I mean, Cowboys fans seem like the low-hanging fruit. But, um, I mean, there's just a lot of them. That's not really a reason to hate them. I, I think they're, they're annoying for the same reason Vikings fans are annoying, that every year is going to be their year because they just don't seem to learn. It's also annoying that it's just kind of like a default team, you know. Um, but I think that was more annoying back when Dallas was good. You know, everybody just decides, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm going to throw on the Cowboys, you know, pullover jacket. But if you're going to fair weather a team that sucks, I mean, I, I I can't be mad at you. I mean, that's up to you, I guess. So, I don't know. I, I think if you're just going to give me that list, I'll just go with Vikings fans. Bears fans can be unbearable, but they at least get to a point where things are bad enough that they're like, all right, you know what, we suck. Like right now, they know they suck. And And granted, the Vikings don't suck, so it'd be unfair to expect them to kind of act the same way, but... It's just like you'd think they'd learn at some point and they don't learn. So I'm just going to go Vikings.
5: Number six is uh, more so for the people. Um, Did you miss me? Question number seven.
2: Can't answer that.
5: So being uh, an absentee host, I feel like uh, I just need to ask you a question on this matter. And that is, um, what is your favorite season?
2: Season is fall. Oh, for food? Seasoning or season for food? I went back and listened. He said season for food. Summer probably, I think, would be the best. Um, I I didn't even really think about it. I know last year, um, Blaine and I kind of recognized, you know, we, we were still trying to get into this whole cooking thing and making tacos. We just weren't feeling it as it got, like, dark and snowy and cold. And we realize you just got to switch it up man you start making soups you know just winter type food so there's definitely like the the seasonal foods that you just got to get accustomed to that something in your brain just switches and it's like i don't i don't want ribs and tacos anymore i want uh i want a hearty bowl of soup i don't know but summer's the best because it's like burgers and ribs and just awesome fun food so summer is my favorite season for food if that even makes sense which somehow strangely it does
5: question number i think eight now Um, what was your favorite, uh, game, like board game as a kid? And then,
2: man, I had so many, we had a whole, you know, that like room under the stairs kind of thing, that, that closet, we had that thing jam packed with board games. Um, there was a lot of good ones. I, I actually really, really, really liked risk. Um, that was the one that it was kind of hard to get people to convince to play because such a long game, but that was my jam. I liked risk a lot. Um what other games were there that were fun? Life. Payday. Payday was fun. Life was fun. You got me Googling uh best board games of all time here, just to make sure I don't miss any obvious ones. Oh, you know what I really, really like? Scategories. Man, I you get that with a group of your family members and stuff. I had so much fun with Scategories. Monopoly's a classic. It's not uh it's probably not cracking top ten, but that's fun. Battleship was not really my thing. I mentioned Risk is awesome. I love stratego. I didn't really play it a ton. I don't think we had it when I was a kid. I kind of discovered that like in school. My my claim to fame is I've never lost in stratego, so I don't even want to play anymore because I've got a hearty win streak. I I played that a lot and did not lose. I have never lost. Pro- probably played I have to think I've played that game like 50 times. So, I don't think I can ever play it again. Is 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 the problem with stratego. It is a lot of fun though. Chess, no. Chinese checkers. If I had to pick like a, you know, chess checkers kind of thing. Chinese checkers would be my my thing. That's a good one. So I, I missed several. And I'm kind of upset because we had so many board games that, you know, we we used to sell on eBay, kind of buying and selling type stuff. And some of the board games that I had back in the day, man, oh, there, there's this one that's like a Tasmanian Devil game. We used to play that all the time. It was a lot of fun. Basically, it's it's you're trying to make your way up this trail. And if somebody lands or rolls Tasmanian Devil thing, then you spin him and he goes down the course and. If he knocks you off, then you got to go back to start or whatever. That's worth a lot of money. And I think back to all the board games we had that are worth a lot of money. I think about the gigantic, you know, Rubbermaid tubs I had of action figures, G.I. Joes and wrestling action figures and everything else. Man, I didn't realize I was toting around a retirement um, bin. Anyways, continuing on.
5: Finally, question number nine is a little, um, something like this. If prison Mike from the office had to be brought on to become a coach for the Packers, where would you put him? The head coach, offensive, defensive, quarterback, receiver,
2: cornerback, where would you put him? All right. Bye. I, I can't get cornerback out of my mind. I don't know why. Just the fact that he just paces around and screams. I feel like maybe he can kind of get those guys amped up, and they're, they're kind of a high-energy group. I'm I'm just picturing, like, Jair and Stokes and those guys, like, jumping around, getting amped as Prison Mike is, like, doing a pregame thing, you know? Actually, maybe what I'll do is I'll just put him as the quarterback's coach because Aaron Rodgers doesn't really need a coach, so I'll just kind of put him somewhere where he's not going to hurt anybody. All right, now we've got a long list of JJ questions. He said to skip the first one, so I'm going to skip it. It was a full 3 minutes and then it got cut off and now he's I think he said the second one is redoing it. So, let's try this and see how it goes.
0: All right, that 3 minute timer thing is a bit of a pain. So, I'm going to try and be-
2: to be fair, if I could knock it down to a 1 minute timer thing, I would do that. Less
0: wordy. This is JJ. Hey, I'm redoing my
2: first call. so Hopefully you didn't play that first call. I did not.
0: I'm uh I'm Very sleep-deprived
2: here. I'm on baby duty. And... uh... JJ just had his first baby. Just got back from the hospital, I think, today? Yesterday? Today. So, I remember that with... Especially my first kid was one of the most tired I've ever been. Um, Just... It was just a different level of tired. You know, when you get woken up in the middle of the night because the baby's sleeping and you have to walk the baby over to mom. And it's like, I... I'm going to do it. Like I'm, I'm doing this, but I physically, I'm kind of like scared to hold the baby. Cause I, my, no, nothing is working right now. Like I'm, I'm so unbelievably sleep deprived. I can't trust myself to do much of anything. So anyways, yeah. Um, we'll see how this goes. Trying
0: to stay awake. So I'm calling with my thoughts on quite a few topics. I think it is the plan. But mm-hmm. We'll see how many I get through. But this first call, I want to talk about chicken sandwiches, It was kind of inspired by you talking about Chick-fil-A. I hear a baby back there, man. I hear it. it. Which is a fantastic restaurant that serves only delicious things. Yes. Um, So I know a couple of years ago there was like the the great chicken sandwich wars. Yeah. I think uh, Chick-fil-A and Popeye's kind of started it. And then, you know, Wendy's hopped on and um, Arby's, McDonald's all hopped on.
2: I'm kind of sad I never did that, by the way. I never. I don't know if I've ever had any other kind of chicken sandwich. Maybe McDonald's. I'm sure I've had at least once. But I'm curious how Popeyes would be. I doubt anyone could be Chick Fil A, but I should try it. I mean, there was a ton of restaurants that got involved in this,
5: <clears throat>
0: and uh, so I recently, I mean, just a month or two ago, kind of got on, you know, on the bandwagon with this whole crispy chicken sandwich thing. So I went and I tried one of these at each fast food restaurant I could find that had one. Got I it. ranked them all. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I came up with my top three out of the like 14 that I tried. All right. Uh, I do have one seat reserved for like dishonorable mention.
1: Okay.
0: And that goes to McDonald's. I like McDonald's, but their, their entry into this chicken sandwich. Just trash. Contest is absolute trash. Yeah.
2: Now to be clear, I don't mind. I've had like I think it was a crispy chicken. I don't know. I've had it before. It's fine, but yeah. I mean, if I put it side by side with Chick Fil A, I'd probably just throw the McDonald's thing in the garbage. They they need to stay out of it. You know what I mean? Like if you're, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> if if for some reason you feel, if you're at McDonald's and you maybe also want more food on top of the food you got and you feel like getting the chicken, it's fine. I'm just saying, you're not ever going to go out of your way for a chicken sandwich at McDonald's. So there you go.
0: I think it's important that you get the ingredients right. You need a good bun, a juicy chicken breast. Oh yeah. You need some pickles on there,
2: yeah. and then the
0: sauce. I think.
2: See, I'm kind of weird. Just I'm weird about pickles. I don't want a pickle on my sandwich, but I don't mind when you put it on there and I take it off. And there's that little bit of pickle flavor. They do that at Cops. Totally fine with it. Same with, um, um, what are we talking about? Chick fil A. They put the pickles on there. I don't tell them no pickles. I just take the, I don't want like the crunch and like a super blast of pickle flavor, but that slight hint in the background of pickle, I don't, I don't mind that. You
0: know, a little bit open to interpretation. If you want to just go mayo, I think that that's hard to mess up.
2: I'm kind of that way with onion too, by the way. I don't super, that's why I can't do like McDonald's because they have the tiny, Little sandpaper, you know, grains of sand, onions mixed in with ketchup and mustard that you can't—you just have to scrape it off, and it gets all messy and stuff. But if there's like onion, onion on it, and you can just pull the onion off—I don't super mind just onion flavor. I just don't want to crunch into a whole onion.
0: Uh, But like a something zesty is a good option too. And McDonald's just gives you a a dry chicken patty and a pickle, and that's it. It's awful. So my top three. Uh at number three, I got Chick-fil-A. It's it's a good sandwich for sure, but there's no sauce, so it's pretty dry.
2: What do you mean there's no sauce? You don't you they give you Chick-fil-A sauce? Put the Chick-fil-a sauce on it. That doesn't count. I think their Chick-fil-A sauce is delicious. At number two, Popeyes.
0: Man, that is a darn good chicken sandwich. Gee. Uh I just didn't feel like they got
2: and Popeyes is so good, man.
0: I gotta try that the ratio of all the ingredients, exactly perfect. My number one spot goes to KFC. Their original crispy chicken sandwich is to die for. Super juicy breast and, uh, the pickles and the mayo are just right. So cannot recommend it highly enough.
2: Here's my issue though. If I'm so obsessed with like mayo, I can put my own mayo on a sandwich, which I don't want that. I don't want mayo. I want a chicken sandwich. And I, I might just go get some Chick-fil-A sauce, which I actually sell at the store and put it on there. So all I want to know is bun and chicken, who does it best? That's what I want to know. I can put my own condiments on it. Again, I'll just tote around Chick-fil-A sauce wherever I go. Who does the best? Chicken and bun, right? That's That, that would be my question. That's all I'm saying. I'm just curious about that in particular. We're going to, because JJ has a bunch of calls here, we're going to kind of go back and forth here. So we're going to go over to John, see what John's up to.
4: Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, I've enjoyed listening to your Family Matters
1: podcast Thank this you. morning. That's great. Um, I just have, uh, you know, a word about
4: uh family. Yeah. Uh, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family's nose. And.
2: Uh, you can't pick your family's nose. Is that the same? I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. I
4: would
5: just suggest that if Haley uh, wants to be understood better,
4: during her phone calls that she should breathe and speak slower and uh, not be so
2: hysterical.
4: <laughs> <All> righty, <laughs> have a great day.
5: I'm almost to work, and uh, go back go
2: Oh oh man, John from Phoenix should write a book on uh, how to smooth talk the ladies. Listen, listen. if you want me to pay attention to you, you need to stop being so hysterical. <laughs> Oh, and then there were zero women that listened to this show. All right, JJ, hit me with number two, man. All right, that three-minute timer thing is a bit of a pain. Nope, nope, nope. I'm sorry, number three. We skipped number one. Here we go. This is Sleepy JJ Call number two.
0: All right. And uh, this is going to be the movie and TV edition. All right. So first of all, I want to touch on the whole Mission Impossible thing again. Oh, boy.
2: You know, I-, I gotta be honest, man. This is getting to be like a tipping thing. I, I love the variety of topics, but sometimes we get stuck on stuff, and a lot of times we get stuck on stuff that I don't really care about. Um, I'm on the fence of whether I'm even going to watch this because I've we've pretty well established that the first two are garbage, um, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to even watch any of these. But I'll probably give some of them a shot. But I mean. this you know, fifteen percent of the show dedicated to Mission Impossible is getting to be a little, little much for me. But all right, we'll we'll call this the last Mission Impossible thing that I care about.
0: I tried to put this one to rest, but then Justin had to bring it up. Yeah, I get and it. I he called twice about it. So yeah, the uh, the the train scene. Yep. That's Mission Impossible One.
2: Yep. Uh,
0: I do not recommend Mission Impossible One. Right. It's it's you know, Justin. Uh, is a fantastic person to watch movies with, okay. and um, and he can really appreciate what movies were trying to be when they came out. Uh, but I don't think everybody has that same gift.
2: I don't. And I don't
0: think that the original, you know, the, the first Mission Impossible movie holds up anymore. That that train scene is super super cheesy. I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah. And overall, a lot of that movie is a little bit hard to get through if you don't already have a love for it, like Justin does. So that was why I recommended starting with Mission Impossible Three. So got it noted. Um, let's see, um, I also wanted to go ahead and just take some low-hanging fruit here.
1: All right,
0: and that is I want to, I want to be the one. You know, I've I've been waiting for a long time for okay. somebody to call in and be like, "Hey, I know what all those clips are from the intro."
2: Oh, here we go. I
0: figured them all out. All right, it was it was a lot of hard work. Uh, the hardest clip for me out of all of them was the first one, which is William H. Macy in Fargo. And that, yeah. that one messed with me because I thought that was Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, so the second quote, uh, which is, uh, sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Yep. That is from The Shining. Yep. Um, I know you already mentioned that.
2: Yeah, that one's uh, got pegged. Nice I, I'm not
0: sure I would have gotten that one. Then a the third one about the overseas phone call. That's Scarface. Yep. And then we wrapped it up with two pulp fiction calls. First is Quentin Tarantino.
1: Yes. I want to make some phone calls. Yep. I want to call
5: some people.
0: Love Quentin Tarantino. And then uh, you got Lance wrapping it up with uh the rant about the cellular phone and prank caller, prank caller. And i I think those last two calls.
2: Uh, Calling about drugs and a cellular phone. Yeah.
0: Or those last two clips are so good. Like it it makes me sad that, you know, you can't play more of them, more of those two last two clips in the intro because so good,
2: high quality.
0: And now I want to go watch Pulp Fiction again.
2: See, and that's a movie that's, in my opinion, it holds up. Maybe it doesn't, but I can't imagine that's true. I can't imagine somebody watching and be like, this is so nineties or whenever that came out. Um, it's just a it's just a high quality movie. Um, unknown caller, you're up.
5: Hello, this is unknown caller. <laughs> uh, I was calling because
2: uh, how do you have so many I phone heard numbers? This guy's just <laughs> this is he's obviously using some kind of a thing to change his phone number because it's different area codes too. Anyways, I here we go for
5: TV shows and movies, and I would just like to say. Give a try out on some old TV shows like Lost, Heroes.
2: First of all, um, my wife and I really like Lost. We watched it together a long time ago, and she's been not begging me, but she kind of says it like as a joke, like we should watch it over again. We just restarted that a while ago. We kind of taken a hiatus because we started watching a billion other shows together. So, like, we're on this whole... Married at First Sight thing, but to be honest, I'm kind of getting tired of it. We started like a third season, and it's like, I don't think I can do this again, man. It's like the same old thing. I don't want to have to learn these people all over again, and they're all obnoxious, and I don't care. So I don't know. Maybe we'll go back to Lost. But yes, Lost is a very good one.
5: And Supernatural. Give those a try. Eh. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, my question would be something along the lines of... uh What are some early predictions you have for the NFC North? Mm -hmm. The standings at the end of the year? I would love to hear it. Bye.
2: I'm going to say the Packers win... (sighs) eh, Hold on, hold on. Let me think. I'll say the Packers win 11 games. Not, you know, the the reason I, I hesitate to say that is because everyone's gonna be oh so you think they're gonna just do 11 wins is a fantastic season all right and i i think 13 is everybody that gets 13 14 15 wins is sort of playing above their talent level um and there's there's some level of expectation that you probably should regress a bit you know um kansas city you know, they, they went from like 15 wins to 12 wins or whatever. It's like, you know, it's, at some point you're just winning so many that you kind of expect a little bit of, of a normal record, even even though you're still a very good team. Um, I'm going to say the Vikings get... I'm going to say they get 10. I can't decide if they're going to get better or not. Part of me is like, well, they might actually get worse because they got this whole new thing they got to figure out. and da, 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 da. But it's been a, well, it hasn't been that long, but it's been a little while since there's been a real intense battle for that number one spot. And it seemed like every year there was always one team that was right on the cusp of beating the Packers, and we ended up taking it at the end. And I, I kind of think that this is going to be that again. So I'm going to say the Packers win 11, the Vikings win 10. The, mm, 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 mm. The Lions win six and the Bears win five, something like that. Uh, I think there's going to be a massive drop off. I am going to put the Lions ahead of the Bears. I wasn't 100% on that. I know that's becoming like a a cool thing to say, but at this point, I mean, they're just a better team just kind of across the board. In fact, maybe I should even do a, a wider gap because the Lions do have an offensive line. The quarterback is at least halfway competent, which we can't necessarily say of Justin Fields yet. Um, the wide receivers seem decent. Uh, the running back is, I guess, not super great, but not too much worse than the Bears' guy. Um, they've got maybe a better pass rusher in Aiden than the Bears have. So I, I think the defense is certainly lacking. But I just, I, it's it's not just how bad the Bears' roster is, which is worse than the Lions at almost every position, but. It's just that locker room. And if they lose Roquan and then, and everything just continues to spiral, I think everything just kind of falls apart. Um, but I don't want to overhype the Lions. They have a terrible defense. They have a very subpar quarterback. The wide receivers are not that good. You know, I mean, Amon Ra will see what he can do. He kind of blew up the second half of the year, but I don't know for sure. That means he's just going to be elite forever. Uh, DJ Chark, he's never really been all that great, so I don't have any reason to believe he's going to be elite. And Jamison Williams, the guy that they drafted... Sounds like he's going to be out for like half the year. So, you know, it's not that much different than the team that they were last year that won won three games and lost 13. So I'll bump them up to six, and I'll say Chicago wins five. So there we go. JJ, where are we at here? Um, Let's do this one, I think it is.
0: I'm telling you, man, this three-minute timer, stinks for me. Uh, I know, I get it. probably great for people who don't want to listen to me ramble on and on, but... Uh, Probably. I had to cut that last one short because I was running out of time and I didn't get to my, my question from that call, which is, I think you and I have uh, decently similar tastes when it comes to TV shows Okay, and I've been trying to get through uh Peaky Blinders. I, I like it. It's just, um, occasionally it's a little bit slow moving for me, yeah. uh, but that's okay. I'm going to keep working on it. Uh, I think I just. I'm still early enough in the show that I haven't gotten fully sucked in yet. But here's my question to you. So you've had...
2: First of all, I think that's fair. Um, it doesn't seem slow. Like, there's a lot of a- action. But at the same time, it it kind of is. Like, each season, there's, like, one big thing that it's culminating to. So it can be kind of slow, I guess. Um, and I've also noticed, I, I finally got all caught up on it. But I took, like, two or three really long breaks where I just completely forgot it was even a thing, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, Peaky Blinders," and then I kind of didn't want to watch it again because it was like, I don't know, man. Like I forgot what happened, and I don't remember where we left off. And, and, and but once I start watching it again, I do get kind of sucked in, and I, I've I've binged several times to get finally caught up. But that's that's how you got to do it. You got to just sit down and be like, We're, "This is Peaky Blinders Day," and just binge it because it can be it's fun when you kind of do it that way.
0: A bunch of people giving their recommendations to you for uh-huh. TV shows. Like I said, I got a bunch of sleepless nights here. What are some shows that I should check out uh that uh are gonna hold my interest so i'll I'll give you a little bit of you know some stuff I do like
3: <clears throat>
0: that I haven't heard you talking about. I do really like breaking bad uh Dexter was pretty good, you know, kind of up and down depending on the season um I can get into some um. You know, comedies uh, like Futurama is really funny. I've been watching The Orville, So uh, those are some shows I have not heard you talking about. Yeah, I don't That's really these do they're that. They're not recommendations from me to you. I'm just trying yeah. to maybe paint a little bit of a picture of some stuff that I like that I haven't heard you talk about. See if you got some other similar stuff. House is pretty good. Anyways, give me some of your recommendations.
2: For- so I used to... Used to be a house guy. Haven't watched house uh, since it like was first coming out. The only thing I could think, and you've probably already seen it, but you mentioned like breaking bad and Dexter. If you have not seen Ozark, that's it. That's the one you, you got to get on Ozark because that one is, I mean, it's, it's right up there in my opinion with breaking bad. Like it's just slightly not quite as good, but I, I went, I remember when there was like a long break, I think because of COVID. And then they finally came out with that next season or the final season or whatever. And so I was like, well, all right, I'm going to watch it. But I didn't quite remember everything. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to start it all the way over again. And I loved every second of it. And I could probably do it again, just like Breaking Bad. Like I could I could easily sit down and watch from the first season all the way through again. So again, you've probably seen it. But um, if not 100%, uh, again, Lost, another one that you've probably seen. It seems like most of the, like the really big ones, you've already been on it. And that's pretty much all I can recommend to you. Uh, but lost I thought was really good it's really weird, and there are definitely kind of like a lot of shows there are points where it gets to where it's like i don't know about this anymore in fact, there was a time I remember the first time I watched lost it got to a point where it' was like i'm not watching this anymore, and then my wife wanted to watch it so we started all over again we i powered through that part and then it got to another part where it was really good again and you know it's it's got some some good and some bad, but it's mostly really really good um otherwise man i i I really like if i'm just Home a lot, and I don't know what to do, and there's just a TV there. I like garbage TV. Um, Hoarders Intervention's maybe a little bit dark for me, but that's that's a decent one. Um, uh, 600 Pound Life, it's basically the same show every time, but you know, it's entertaining enough. Trying to think if there's anything, I mean, otherwise, it's like I watch The Office as far as sitcoms go. Um, Everybody Loves Raymond is really really good. I mean, that's that's actually pretty close to being uh, it's much more underrated, right? Like The Office, I love. And obviously everybody is super, not everybody's big on it, but everybody knows like it's super popular. Everybody Loves Raymond, to me, is is phenomenal and gets no love whatsoever. Again, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like if you didn't see it in the era, it's not going to be as good anymore. I don't know, but I really like it. That's another one that you can just turn on and just leave it on and just let it run. I like that show a lot. So uh, I think that's about it, man. I mean, I, I, I've watched a million things recently, but a lot of it is because I have kids. So there's a lot of like animal shows. So I try to find that intersection between... You know, the little one wants to watch just, like, puppies, and so it's, like, this stupid music on in the background with pup. It's just that on a loop for, like, hours with, like, puppies. And And then the other ones, they want to watch some kind of animal thing, so that's why I, like, started watching, like, Steve Irwin and, you know, stuff like that, because, like, I can get into it, and it's kind of interesting, and it's kind of cool, you know or even like the nature shows like the those are pretty cool so it's they get a little bit of what they want I, but if it was just me would i sit down and watch nature no i wouldn't watch that so and i know you're already uh big on the marvel stuff so i don't need to tell you about that and it's it's not my favorite but it's certainly something you could do but i know you already know about that so yeah i don't uh i don't have a big rolodex of of stuff i guess man we are 42 minutes in and i have what two more jj calls Two Emilio calls, uh, four Justin calls. I think we're going to, let's take a break and I'm going to try my best to do like super rapid fire here. Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy if you'd like to support the podcast, 608 501 Please call in, see what you want to talk about, blah, blah, blah. We'll take a break, we'll be back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks.
4: Hey, Ryan, it's Garrett. Uh, me and my son just finished watching a few episodes of The Office uh, last night Ew. before he leaves to go off to college, and it got me thinking about how he uh, was sharing this story of how he dresses up as Jim from The Office every year for his uh, fraternity. And the first year was three-hole punch Jim. Nice. The next year it was basketball Jim. Yep. And last year it was him dressing up as Marge from The Warehouse uh, as Jim with the mustache yep. when they uh, went to his ex-girlfriend's office. Right. So this year he's still kind of struggling with an idea of what Jim to go as for uh, for Halloween. So I just wanting your opinion on what you thought uh, would be the best.
2: Got to do Bookface, man. I, I can't remember what else there was, but Bookface was one of them. And I, I don't know if that's on like the normal thing or if that's on like the extended whatever, but... He just wrote book on his face, and, you know, it's supposed to be like Facebook. Uh, I think Dwight ends up saying something about book faces. Yeah, I'm the popular social media site Bookface. So that immediately comes to mind. Uh, Let me finish your thing here.
4: Idea, and then if your son came to you and said he wanted to dress up as Jim, what would it be or what other office character would it be? Um, Go pack, go. Hope you win big time in San Francisco tonight.
2: I said rapid fire, so I'm going to go with bookface. If I had to pick a different character, I think Robert California would be kind of funny. Emilio, what's going on, man?
1: Hey, Ryan, it's Emilio. Appreciate you getting back to me on the Chick-fil-A. Yep. Gotta love that place. Listen, so I need your help on this. A couple questions. So me and my girlfriend have gone to one Packers game before. It was the Packers-Giants game back in December. Uh, we drove down there and, you know, visited that game. It was a great game. You know, we smoked them. Anyway, so I've only been to one Packers game, and it was away. Now, we got a chance to go to the uh, Packers-Jets game this year. We were thinking about it. It's in Lambeau. Uh, You know, my girlfriend's uh, grandfather was a Jets fan, so, you know, she supports them, but she's a Packers fan at heart. So it would be my first time going to Lambeau. Just need some help on, you know, one, what are a couple things we could knock out in that weekend if we're going to go? And two, you know, where... Where are we gonna to want to sit? Obviously, you know, behind the Packers. Do I want to sit? You know, fifty yard line, twenty end zone, corner. Uh, you know, just some ideas on that. And you know, what am I looking for when in Lambo? Just, just some landmarks. You know, for the first time ever. I appreciate your thoughts, man. Have a good one. Go pack.
2: Yeah. So this is something you're gonna to want to throw up on social media because I'm not the right guy. I've I've been to like two games as a semi adult, uh, three with if you include family night. And we did family stuff. We went to that. Uh, there's like a, a theme park, which is cool. But if it's just you and your girlfriend, that might be kind of lame. But there's a there's a theme park up there, and the greatest thing about that is the prices haven't changed since like the 1950s. Like every, everything's like fifty cents, and stuff It's crazy. Um. Yes. Thank you. Very loud computer that nobody wanted to hear. Um. I know there's some stuff real locally. Um. Lodge Kohler whatever restaurants. And stuff. I don't know, man. I, I don't know anything about Green Bay, Wisconsin. I really don't. Uh, as far as the seats, again, very limited exposure. I know the one year um, I went, me and my buddy went, his mom got us some great tickets. It was like the 50-yard line behind the Packers bench. And like, I don't know, it was like third or fourth row. It was crazy. We spent the whole game like yelling out players' names and getting them to turn around and look at us. But those were phenomenal seats. Got to see everything. Obviously, if you're at the end zone, like right out in the, that's where the players jump and stuff. But I mean, just if I was thinking it through, I would think like the 50 would make the most sense because if you're on one end, it's really hard to see the other end. So my thought would be 50. But again, I don't know. Ask the people that go to all the games, I guess. I don't know. All right, JJ, number seven. Here we go. All right. Now here's my falafel call. Oh, geez.
0: Um, I wanted to just explain the falafel concept because, and I'm not trying... I'm not trying to talk. I'm going to you punch anything.
2: you right through my microphone.
0: You go for it, because it doesn't sound like you're into any
2: falafel concept. What are we
0: doing in anymore? the Mediterranean? What are even we even though, doing here? Uh, you say you like euros, but I wanted to kind of explain the concept. Get it? But there's a, a, a parallel here. I think you got to think of falafel as like the Mediterranean version of hush puppies. Don't tell me you haven't tried hush puppies because everybody. Here in the U.S., it's right, Hush puppies.
2: I'm not positive if I have. I Basically, know what it is. It's the same is.
0: concept as the falafel, except instead of chickpea, it's just corn. So the thing with the falafel is, I think it's more like an ingredient. It's like, and, and, and maybe you can do an Americanized version of this just with Hush puppies, uh-huh. Of You find something, maybe it's a, a Euro, maybe it's a brisket, something, I don't know. But then you add in your corn. Uh, your, your hush puppies just as a, a mix into, uh, here's what you do, man. Just make a big old brisket burrito
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then stick a bunch of hush puppies in there. And mm-hmm. like that's, that's, that's falafel. No. Except this is your Americanized version of it that you know, makes it so you don't have to eat chickpeas. And, uh, I think that's going to be pretty good.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I kind of kind of touched on that already. I said I, I love food wrapped in, you know, stuff and deep fried, but I don't want chickpeas in it. That's disgusting. So, yeah, whatever whatever you want to put in it, as long as it's an ingredient that tastes good, I'll eat it. You want to put corn in it, call, call it a hush puppy? I don't care. I don't know what brisket has to do with that, but that's fine. I'm not eating. Again, you can stuff it with anything in the world you want. Don't put chickpeas in. Um, all right. Let's
1: get back to Emilio. Forgot to mention. So it'll be, you know, like an 11-hour drive. All right. All right. We'll probably be leaving Friday. Game's at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, you know, so get there. Have a little bit of time on Saturday trying to figure out what's going, you know, what's going on, what we should do then. And then, you know, just uh, getting able to see Rogers one more time and just kind of see, you know, where we should be at. But, no, I appreciate all your help. And- need some advice on this so we can go through on the uh, purchase appreciate it I'm
2: okay. going It's an 11 hour drive um yeah I don't I don't think I can help you with that I don't know how that changes the equation so much but I mean you could you could if you're looking for places to stop on the way you could stop off and grab some cops you know it's just a little bit off out of the way that's in the Milwaukee area but once you get you know like North of Milwaukee, I got nothing. I don't know anything about what's going on up there. So, my bad, man. All right, Goose, man. Goose, the most popular man on the podcast. What's going on, brother?
4: Hey, Ryan. Hey. I'm just calling in because of Justin's knee. Now I have to completely (laughs)
2: change my
4: stance. Okay. Falafels are awful. Don't eat vegetables. Okay. Like, disgusting. Yes. Uh, It's pronounced gyro, not gyro. Right. Mene's face. and um but since we'll be hearing this tomorrow, hopefully we had some good Packers performances. So go Paco.
2: Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it, man. Um who haven't we heard from yet? Let's get Bramble on the line.
1: Hey Ryan, it's Brambo.
2: Rambo, what's uh, up? Bramble call is
1: actually for Justin the Janitor. <laughs> um, yeah, so with marriage, I've uh, found that it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Oof. So you go ahead and just sign up for Patreon, and when we'll she finds out, to tell her you're very sorry, but it's essential. Um, additionally, with the little football and the wedding tasting, you're screwed. <laughs> you have to go to this wedding tasting food thing, but you need to put your foot down make sure that she understands that this is the last time that your marriage is going to come between you and the Packers. Just make that clear, and then you're good from here on out. Trust me, I know. I'm on my second life.
2: <laughs> I was going to say. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I should just leave that and see if he takes the advice. I feel bad, because if he does, man, that's going to be a bad day for him. But... um no, that's perfect advice. Well said, well stated. That's a seasoned veteran right there. Let's get JJ's last call going here. All right, and then this is my Haley call. Oh,
0: jeez. So, Haley, sounds to me like you're a little bit obsessed with Ryan and his Packers podcast.
2: First of all, isn't Haley basically your niece? Like, are you guys neighbors? Anyways.
0: Um, I got a suggestion for you, you know, as you're obsessively listening and complaining uh, about how bored you are. Why aren't you calling with your own questions? Because this is a listener controlled podcast.
2: That's what I'm saying. I think
0: I probably have demonstrated in this episode given I've called in like 500 times. Roughly. So you got to bring up topics that are interesting for you to hear about. Brian has very interesting. All
2: right. I'm cutting it off there. <laughs> Point taken. Haley, call in with interesting questions we got to get rocking here. I've got uh, 17 more calls to get to. Uh, next call is Justin. He's calling about Haley. I don't need another Haley update. Let's get over to Nate.
5: Hey, Ryan. It's Nate. Sorry about yesterday. I hey. think uh, my phone was trying to send the sound through my AirPod, which was uh, not in my ear at the moment. Not sure why that happened. But what I was saying is since you were trying to create the new corndog, or you yeah. a, a better version of a corndog, I think what would be really good is to put steak or brisket on a stick and then wrap or, uh, you know, batter it in, um, cornbread and then deep fry that. I think that would be amazing. And then I also, uh, had a, a message for Haley or whatever, uh, uh, the girl that keeps calling in, um, a message that I think every teenager should (sighs) hear. And that is occasionally, sometimes, uh, you just need to shut the f*** up, um, Teenagers have very little to actually say that that helps anybody or benefits anybody, and your opinions mean pretty much nothing to
4: the rest of us. So, uh,
5: just take uh, take that advice and do with it what you will. Go back out.
2: I, I got to start screening. <laughs> I no, I I think brisket would be good, and actually, I, I do have a brisket I need to make. It's just intimidating me, and it's sitting in the freezer, and I need to man up and do that. And um, we'll see about. I got some cornbread mix. I'm sure I can find a stick somewhere in the world um we'll we'll make this happen now i gotta go back and find and bleep out your <laughs> your message all right caller five let's see if we've got any non Haley questions here caller five what's on your mind
5: hello ryan this is caller number five once again hey I have a
2: question for you see um always we- i hit the wrong button we'll go back and play a little bit i'm telling there's something about russian that just pulls you into French, and now he's pulling up the French. Let me go back a couple seconds. Nobody could hear him with me screaming anyways, but he was Russian, now he's French. Same accent. It's amazing.
5: Hello, Ryan. This is Colin number five once again. I have a question for you. Um, originally, the fans were excited for Christian Watran, but he has been injured. Um, but
2: it got me... Th- I am struggling. I might have to read this, because Google is, is able to pick this out. I don't. Originally, they found what... If I did focus it, nope. He's Google doesn't know either. Thinking if you know Romeo Dubs and Christian um, uh, Watson can contribute
5: as rookies going into the season. Okay. Um, do you not think it would put us in a better position uh, to have a more efficient offense if we have yeah. contributors that that uh, the wide receiver position from a rookie perspective? I think people also sleeping on a Marie uh, Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because uh, I think that he will take a leap this year and um, getting more contributions overall without being you know, blanketed on uh, uh, Rodgers throwing to Devante every game. I think that it will be actually a more efficient offense. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, uh, I thank you for everything you do and, and remind everyone to please sign up to the Patreon uh, as I have. Thank you.
2: I wanted to do Russian because I knew I could have done a better Russian accent than what you did. I cannot do that good of a French accent. That was that was on point. Thank you, caller number five. Um, man, I am. I had. A, I was trying real hard to focus on what you were saying. Do I think we would have a more efficient offense? Something about if the rookies can contribute or something? Let me listen on my own again, see if I can parse this out. All right, I, I'm still not 100% getting it, but um, Amari's going to take a jump. Do you think we're going to have a more efficient offense, uh, especially with the rookie receivers possibly taking a jump, something to that effect? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> is our offense going to be better if we have rookies that are good at stuff? Yeah, for sure. Um, if the question is more, will we be more efficient than we were last year? I feel like I've answered some variant of this, um, a few times. But I, I, I always hesitate to say yes. We're going to be better without Devonte because it just feels so fanboyish. But I, I know that it's not impossible. And at at the very least, I think the way that I'm looking at it is. I don't think we're going to be significantly worse. I think there are there are aspects of the offense that will improve. There are aspects of Aaron Rodgers' game that will improve, and I think there are other things that will get worse. There are magical things that happen between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams that will not be happening anymore, um, you know, and that's obviously going to be a negative. But I, I do think that they're on the opposite side of that. Not having 80% of the offense run through one guy, not having a quarterback that is obsessed with one player, I think that is going to help, and how that all averages out at the end i don't know i I guess we'll have to find out and a lot of that has to do with you know like you said is amari going to take a jump uh what are we going to get from dobbs is christian watson coming back healthy and what's he going to look like and you know all these different questions are going to make a big difference on that so um justin's niece is next so buckle up
3: hey so there's this this is hey this is who is this (laughs) this is justin's niece hi and okay, so there's this horse this guy. she's a hofflinger. She you know how hoffling are. Oh, but she is the brattiest thing I've ever met. Okay, so she's fine, like if you know what you're doing, yeah. You're fine. Okay. But she's so short and round right. that I'm pretty sure she needs a dock strap. Yeah. You know, to hold her saddle in place. Right. But you know, we ain't got time for that. No. And then the other thing wrong is her back hocks
2: uh-huh. like
3: the left one like spins in.
2: Ugh. Hate
3: that. So I really don't know. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, we should really sell her because she's just terrible. She, she sucks, doesn't keep yeah. up on the trails. So she's bad. Terrible in the arena. Stupid. It's just bad.
2: Yeah.
3: So I need your opinion. Okay. Because eventually I'm just going to put her on Marketplace and pocket mm. one for myself because she's just too much. Too much. Maybe, you know, sell her to the Amish.
2: Yeah, they're rich, so.
3: I can do things. Gets a lot of money out of that. Yeah. Let me know what you think. I really need a second opinion on this. I just, I really don't know what to do.
2: So your horse sucks. Um, look, I, I it's, the way you're describing it, and I'd have to be there to analyze the horse myself, but just based on how you're describing this, it sounds like something that can't be fixed, and I don't know if you can even sell the horse in this condition. So if it's me, I mean, it's it, it's horse stakes time, you know? It's, you gotta You got to go... Carve out a couple steaks and some hamburger meat. And um, I think when you're done harvesting, you just take the horse out back and shoot it. So that would be my recommendation. Thanks for the call. Uh, Jim from Arkansas is on the line. Hey, Ryan. This is Jim from Arkansas. Uh, I had
4: to call back. Just heard the uh, message from Goose. And I got to let you know, filopolis is like the worst food in the world. I bet. Uh, Don't even try it. No. Uh, but my wife is from South America and makes probably the best pico de gallo and guacamole that you could ever have. All so right. uh, if it helps, I could bring that to the party for you, and uh, the whiskey will be there for everyone else. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. So, anyways, uh, in our first- so so, I'm gonna throw a party where you bring me vegetables, and then everybody else gets to have a good time. Man, thank you. And I hate to do it to you, Jim, but I was just I had to go back and delete the second part of this because for some reason your phone broke up. So. Um, the first part of it was, do you have a job? Because there's all this stuff that you're able to crank out and everything else. I do. And then trying to parse together the rest that all kind of broke up. Something about don't try to watch movies during the Packers. I'm not in touch. If you want to call back and try for a third time, because I know this is you trying to get your question out a second time. Try it again tomorrow. I don't know what happened. I got that far and then it just completely broke up the rest of the way. Justin's calling with another Haley update. We're gonna skip that one. And we'll go to his next call, which seems to be a question.
4: Hey, Ryan. I actually have a question. Um, All right. How loyal are Packers fans? Not to the team specifically, but like if a player or a coach does something, oh, I don't know, like switch and go to the enemy by their choice, not because the team was done with them. Just as like a random example. You know, do you still support that person? I mean, I know Devontae did that, but – And as far as I've been listening, no one is, like, boo on Devontae. Like, they're still like, okay, I hope we get, you know, wish him well, whatever. But just wondered how loyal Packers fans are to players, or if that's not even, like, a thing. There is no loyalty with players. It's just, like, team loyalty. So, anyway, thanks.
2: Well, I know my personal thought is I'm a Packer fan. I'm not a Devontae Adams fan. So I I cheer for the guys that wear the Packers jerseys. And if Devontae's not wearing a Packers jersey, then then I don't cheer for him. Um, I think generally – Packer fans are cordial to players that leave, um, assuming things happened on good terms. If you leave on bad terms, force your way out, um, seem to want to specifically target the Green Bay Packers like Brett Favre did, did not leave on very good terms, decided he wanted specifically to play for the Vikings just to to attack the Green Bay Packers, that didn't go over very well. There were some fans that stuck with him. They're, you know, the Jet Favre fans. They were the Brett Favre Jets jerseys and whatever, which, which I, again, in my opinion, that's stupid. Or Packer fans, not Brett Favre fans. Um, and then Zadarius Smith, there was a whole like rift thing, and he seemed to be upset with the teammates and kind of had this weird attitude and kept putting this weird cryptic stuff on social media. And then he leaves and he had an agreement with Baltimore. And then all of a sudden he's like, nope, going to Minnesota. And it's like, you know, I have a feeling you're doing that because you're being a jerk. I haven't specifically seen anyone talk about I hate Zadarius type of thing, but he's not super popular. So I generally, if you leave on good terms, we'll be fine with you. You know, you leave and you, you give the, the, the mighty wave and it's been so great and I'll always be a Packer and the whole nine yards. We'll be all right. We'll make it work.
5: Hello, PackerNet After Dark. Got hey. a question for Ryan Schlepp. What's up? All right, sir. Well, it's more of a scenario, really, but I'm, I'm... – Curious to hear your decisions. All right, so you're putting a team together to rob a bank. You get to choose from five Packer members. I don't care about whether or not they would do it, all right? You're forcing them to. I know they have the money, but regardless, you get five Packers who help you rob a bank, and you get one of your fellow Packernet members. And you get one caller, regular caller, for only caller, whatever you want to do. So you get five Packers, you get one team member, and then you also get one caller to help you rob a bank. I'm very, very curious to see how you go about this. Thank you. Bye.
2: Well, first thought for callers would be Apocalypto, Um, just because it sounds like you know, kind of do that superhero thing. It's like the evil villain name. Granted, it's probably just somebody sitting in their basement. Um, but still, the, the the idea of Apocalypto is somebody that I would like to rob a bank with. Um, somebody from the Packernet team that I want to rob a bank with me? Um, well, I need the person to be able to keep quiet after we get the money and somebody that lives in isolation. So I'll go with Goose. He doesn't talk and he lives out in the middle of nowhere. I don't actually know that, but I got a general idea of where he lives and I, I kind of scoped out the area and I was like, that seems pretty remote. So I feel like that would be a good um good person to rob a bank with. Although if he gets all flashy and stuff out there, it's gonna be like, dude, you know, everybody's gonna notice. Whereas if you're living in the big city, not a big deal. You got a bunch of money. Everybody's got a bunch of money. But whatever, I'm sticking with goose. Now I have to pick five packers to rob a bank with? I don't know, dude. I mean what am I looking for in bank robbers? We're gonna use guns, right? I'm not use I'm not gonna get like Kenny Clark because I want somebody to go in there and start beating the living daylights out of people. I mean, you use a gun. So I guess you got to be able to run. You know, uh, I need people that are agile. You know, you got to like hop the teller desk to get back by the vault and stuff. I don't want somebody to be like doing that cool little jump over the de- the desk to to get to the guy to be like, hey, don't touch the button. You know, you got you to have that guy. If you got like David Bakhtiari doing it, he's going to trip and fall and bust his face and mess up his knee. You got to be, you know, light on your feet. You got to be quick with it. You know, you got to have those quick hands to be able to shovel the money. So I'm I'm thinking, you know, quick hands, you're looking for wide receivers. Maybe you get Christian Watson, although he's got some drop issues, and I don't need somebody dropping money. Who would be somebody that's got quick hands and quick feet, doesn't have drop issues? I mean, Tunyon's, I don't know, he's not really fast enough. Could go Amari, I guess. He did trim down a little bit, but, oh, man. Maybe we'll go Toure, Samori. We might just bring the young buck on, Samori Ture in there. Dobbs and Watson got drop issues. Lazard, I don't think, has quite that speed. Maybe Sammy Watkins, but, you know, I don't know. I don't need him, like, twisting his ankle in there, and then we got to drag him out. So he he's the guy shoveling the money, right? The other guys, I think I want DBs, man. You know, we got to be quick. Although, I'll tell you what, we need a getaway driver. And I've seen Aaron Rodgers on that golf cart, so I think Rodgers is going to be the getaway driver. Ture is going to the vault. That's two. And then the, the three guys that are going to be kind of working the room, again, you need, to, you, need to be, you need to be agile. You got to be able to run into the building. Got to be good on conditioning. You got to be able to hop over the desk, you know, get in people's faces. Don't touch the button. Give me the key. So I'm thinking like Savage, Stokes, and Jair. That's like the, that's, that's the, these are the gunners. So Savage, Stokes, and Jair are working the room, hands up, get your face down, that whole thing. Although, you know, you might need some muscle. Just in case things get out of hand, you don't want to have to shoot somebody. I might sub out Jair, just because he's kind of the smaller of the group. You know, I'll take Savage and, and, uh, and Stokes. But then give me like, uh, give me Rashawn. He's agile, he's fast, but that dude's jacked. You know what I mean? So I think those are going to be, those are my gunmen. Savage, Stokes. I'm going to have Savage, he's going to immediately jump the desk. Stokes is just, just you know, if, if you got to move, he's the guy. And Rashawn is the muscle. Toure is going to be getting the money, you know, open the, open the vault. He goes in, just starts shoveling. Boom, 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 boom. Get it in there. And when it's done, he's got to book it out of there. He's got some speed. Should be able to hop the desk, get out the door. And then there's Aaron Rodgers ready to rock and roll as the getaway driver. So there you go. All right. And that brings us to our final call of the day. Johnny, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. Hey.
4: Um, I'm sure this questions have been asked already. If I'm it sure. has, just keep it moving. I can't. Uh, but what about uh, bringing uh, Jason Spriggs back for a one year deal? Um, he was just cut by the Colts, etc., cetera, and so forth. All righty. I'll keep listening. You keep talking. Go, Pat. Go.
2: Man, Jason Spriggs back. Ay, yeah. yay. Should we see what Jamon Moore is up to? Maybe call Alex Light, Josh Jackson? Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm out on that, man. We made that mistake once already. I don't think we need to make that one again. But anyways, as always, really appreciate the calls. Glad we got those all in on time because uh, a lot of calls there. Thanks to mostly Justin and JJ. (laughs) But I appreciate it. You guys have a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.